Around the Podcast, Hassan Around the Podcast, available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Listen, share, subscribe. Merch alert update. Merch alert. I mentioned a couple weeks ago on Hassan Around that merch was on the way. Well, it is almost here. The pre-sale is available on Instagram in the link in bio. Check it out. We have a couple long sleeve t-shirts. I think you're going to like a couple cool colors. You'll get a small logo hossing around on there. Pre-sale available on Instagram in the link. Check it out. Check it out. And if you buy a t-shirt, tell you what, I'll throw in a couple other hossing around goodies for you. I will. I will. But the merch is here. Go ahead and check it out because it's fall. You need a long sleeve. You need a long sleeve. You need a long sleeve. Fall is here flannels, fires, long sleeves of hossing around, and fairs. Fall in New England, baby. We're here. I went to a fair the other day. The fair. The fair is the name of today's episode. I went to a fair. That's why. My executive producer, Rosie, and I went to a fair. We went to the Big E, Eastern States Exposition. This is a showcase. This is no ordinary fair. This is a showcase of all six New England states. All six New England states come to the Big E, the Eastern States Exposition, to show off their food, their livestock, their business wares, how great of a state they are. Massachusetts, Rhode Island, Connecticut, New Hampshire, Maine, Vermont, they're all there. All of them are there. I think I got them all. All of them are there. Last two weeks of September into early October, it normally creeps into the Big E out in Springfield, Massachusetts. Besides the state showing off, the fair is also a fantastic place to jump on a crappy amusement park ride that may uh, put your life in jeopardy. It's a great place to be harassed by creepy carnies trying to lure you in to play their uh, games that you can't win at. It's a place where you could clog your arteries with uh, greasy fried food enough to send you to the hospital. And it's a place to witness... Hot tub salespeople in action. I kid you not. At the Big E, there must have been five hot tub out, hot tub outdoor showcases, where people were literally getting into hot tubs, feeling the water. It was, mm, strange, strange. So why did my, why did Rosie and I go to the Big E? We don't have a fascination with the fair. To be honest, to be clear, we don't have a fascination with the fair. Rosie had never been to the Big E before. I had gone as a child, so I said, let's do it. Let's check it out. Let's see what it's all about. I haven't been in a while, and I thought, you know, she should she should have this experience. So we jump in the car. We drive the hour and a half out to Springfield, Massachusetts. Lovely. The Bang Field. The nickname is the Bang Field. Gunshots, shooting. So, yeah, we're in Springfield. The Bang Field. And we get into the parking lot. Holy smokes. Call Elon Musk because... This parking lot was the most efficient, innovative parking schema that I had ever seen in my life. There were 10 cars, 20 cars parking at a time in perfect synchronization as a guy's waving, yep, stop, okay, okay, oh, 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 he's like waving people up and stopping them. It's unbelievable. So after I got over my fascination with the parking lot and how brilliant and innovative it was and calling Elon Musk, we walk into the fair. We scan our tickets, we walk into the fair, and right as we walk in, we got slapped. Slapped by America, right in the face. America hits you. American flags, 
fried food smells. The, I can still smell them right now. A marine recruiting center right as you walk in. Fat people sitting on electric scooters at the electric scooter rental uh, tent. Hover rounds. Fat people on scooters. Yeah, I mean, that's America. And then these hot tubs. I kid you not with these hot tubs. They were everywhere. So Rosie and I are adjusting to America as we walk into the Big E. And it's this huge campus. It's probably twenty. It's like almost a small town. It's probably a, a maybe a square mile. It might be a, no, that's too big. Maybe a square half. Maybe a square mile. Okay, I'll stick by it. My original estimation, I'll stick by a square mile. And there's a huge building right as we walked in the entrance. We did is the agricultural center. So I said to Rosie, let's go in the agricultural center. We go in there. Livestock, livestock galore. I'm talking pigs, sheep's, sheep's, sheep. Cows, llamas, alpacas, goats, chickens. You name it, that livestock's there. That livestock is there. And these livestock are all in these enclosures or pens. And next to them are their owners. And their owners are so proud just sitting there. They're just sitting there like happy, like proud parents. Because these livestock don't just come to the Big E to sit there and you to pet them and look at them. They go there to compete. They go there to compete at the highest levels of livestock. This is all six states, all New England states coming together to compete. As who's got the best looking, who's got the strongest, who's got the livestock. Who's got the best livestock? So Rosie and I were walking around. We're checking out the livestock. We're, you know, the alpacas and llamas. Fascinating. They're just very cool to look at. I don't know why. I, whatever. So as we're leaving the agricultural center, we managed to overhear a guy on a microphone, um, and it sounds like he's announcing something. So we go over to where this microphone is, and it's a guy standing in front of a set of bleachers and a little arena. In this little arena, there was five or six owners walking goats around the arena in a circular fashion. These were no ordinary goats. These were show goats. You ever seen a show goat? All white, healthy, groomed, muscular, well-behaved, posing like they were at the National Dog Show. But this was the goat show. There were show goats. Show goats at the Big E of all places. The odd part about these goats, though, is they're walking around in this circle, is they could barely walk. And this, there's a judge on the microphone that's talking about the goats. They go, they can barely walk. These goats, and this is going to sound weird, had these huge udders in between their back legs. Like, enough, the, the udders were so big and that they literally couldn't even move their back legs. And they're almost paralyzed. And I hate to keep to talk about these udders, but I am scarred by looking at this. But that was part of what the goats were judged on. This announcer is talking, this judge is talking on the microphone, and he's going, oh, this is a beautiful goat, this is a beautiful goat. It almost sounds like an auctioneer. Excellent torso. Neck looks a little long there. The udder, beautiful width. Great girth to the udders. And it's just like, holy smokes. So, this announcer, sounding like he's on the Bachelor of Goats. Wild times in the agricultural center. So, with the with the udders, with the goats, the show goats, we move on. We move on to the fair. We found uh, a bar. We found, you know, the beer is the next, the beer is the best thing that could have happened to the fair. You know, I went as a kid, obviously can't drink, right? Adults must love the fair. And now I know why. Pumpkin beers with the cinnamon sugar rim. Hey. First one of the season. Fire me up. So we grab our pumpkin beers with the cinnamon sugar rim. Hey. And we walk. Do a little more walking. 
Our walk takes us into the games, the game area, the midway, the games, the carnies. We are amongst the carnies. You ever heard of a carny? Carnival workers are named carnies. Because that's what they are. And it's just got that tone to carny. Like, I'm going to rip you off and steal your money, carny. So, Rosie and I are drinking our beer. We're moseying around, looking at the games. And you know that you have better chance of winning at the casino than you do at winning at a carny's games. There's the knock the balls off, the, the blocks off the pedestal with that softball. Impossible. There's the toss the rings on the glass bottles. Impossible. There's the birthday dice to guess what month of the year it's going to land on. Impossible. That's worse odds than roulette. No, it's not worse odds than roulette, but it's still bad. And then there's the basketball. The basketball shot. This is where I got absolutely bamboozled by the Carney. Carney say, hey, big guy, come on over. You want to play basketball? You want to take a shot? I'm going, yeah, sure, I'll take a couple shots. Five shots, t uh, $10. I said, jeez, basketball shots have gotten expensive. Anyway, I bought the shots. Bought the shots. Looking After I had purchased the shots and the balls are coming in front of me, overinflated balls, overinflated basketballs, I look up at the hoop, and it is an oval-shaped rim. This oval-shaped rim is jutted out in, uh, a foot from the backboard, so you can't bank it in either. This has got be a perfectly arced swish. And I'm saying this thing's it's tw probably 12 feet high. It's higher than regulation rims. The Carnies have the advantage. They absolutely have the advantage. So there I am, sucker that just burned a $10 bill in front of him, proceeded to miss all five shots. Proceeded to miss all five shots, burnt the $10 bill in front of him. And then the Carney has the audacity to so, say, hey, let's see the pretty, let's have the pretty lady take a shot. I go, okay. Well, Rosie's, Rosie steps up. He's like, the, the ladies probably normally do better than the guys at this. She gets up. She hits the rim. It gets close to going in. Much better than all my five shots. And the carney proceeds to insult me. And my ability to shoot the basketball. I showed restraint. Like a casino, you'd want to get back up and try it again. I said, you know what? I ain't burning another $10 bill. I'd rather go get another pumpkin beer at the cinnamon sugar rim. Hey, and... And walk away from you. And that's what we did. That's what we did. We grabbed, we grabbed beers. We got away from the carny. The carny got me in a mood that needed to be eradicated quickly. We needed to eradicate it quickly. So Rosie goes, let's go to the circus. The circus was starting in like 10 minutes. Rosie, brilliant idea. We, we walk. We, we get our pumpkin beers in the cinnamon sugar room. Hey. And we literally go to the circus. We sprint over there. And... This circus, under the big top, might I, might I add, is not the one you went to as a kid. All the animals are gone. Thanks, PETA. Hashtag save the elephants. Films for real. We want to save the elephants. Uh, but it's all acrobatics, all human performances. I was flabbergasted. I was so impressed by this circus at the Big E. I went in with you know expectations of, uh, I don't know what I went in with. Like, it was just going to be an average show, you know what, would would drink beers, would have a good time, would say we went to it. Bucket, would just check it off the list. But boy, was I wrong. Motorcycles in a steel cage. This is a tiny steel cage. They had four of them at once circling around a, a girl in there that had no protective gear on. Amazing. They had a clown, real funny guy, real entertaining. People were laughing. 
they had an upside down magnetic man. A man that must have had, I couldn't tell what was going on, but he had magnetic shoes. He's standing upside down 40 feet above the ring and doing tricks up there. Odd. They had jugglers. A mother-son duo. Not, I mean, mother-son traveling circus, not going to make any assumptions. But they're doing fire, knives, you name it, they're juggling it. Hula hoops. They're juggling each other. I mean, no, I'm just kidding. There was a balancing act. This guy was on a BOSU ball on top of five balancing chairs and was balancing... A, uh, unbelievable. Unbelievable. Just amazing human efforts. And finally, the last two... The last two acts were just the most mind-blowing of them all. The first was these guys that used to be on Cirque du Soleil, the muscle... I'll call them the muscle bros. These guys were ripped. They come out with a shirt on, take their shirt off, and you could count every muscle in their torso. You could count them every muscle in their torso. I'm literally looking... I, I literally looked... You know how you look in your shirt sometimes just to see what's going on down there with your belly? I literally looked at my shirt and just... Kept drinking my pumpkin spice beer with the cinnamon sugar around. Hey. And watching the muscle bros proceed to hold each other up. Do push-ups with each other on each other's backs. Head, handstands. And so many maneuvers that I am having a hard time explaining. Needless to say, they were the most impressive feat of st core strength. Feet, like Every bit of strength. Every muscle like us. I could count all the muscles in their torso. And then finally, the final act of the day under the big top, the announcer, the circus announcer, which I would love as a job, hell, hell of a job. He brings out, he has the, the circus crew bring out the Wheel of Death. That's the name of it, the Wheel of Death. If you've never seen it, if you never, look it up on YouTube, look it up on Google, the Wheel of Death is a real thing. And come to find out that acrobats have actually died on this Wheel of Death performing. Guy in a mullet comes out. In a shiny circus outfit, he comes out with a woman. The woman, he gets on the circle of death on the outside of it. She starts swinging him around. This circle of death probably goes up as high as almost the top of the big top. It's swinging high up there. And this guy in the mullet is a trooper. He must have been close to 50 years old. I don't know. He was, a, he was an acrobat, a circus junkie for life it looked like. Guy with a mullet. He's juggling fire. He's going backwards. He's going blindfolded. But the most impressive thing that he did was he started jump roping at the top. He's on the outside of this middle ca metal cage that's spinning, the wheel of death that's spinning in the air, and he's jump roping. As he's jump roping, he slips. He literally almost fell. He catches himself. Proceeds to go on with the show. We're giving him a standing ovation. We're encouraging him. He points to me. Mullet man points to me from the top of this wheel of death. He points at me. I almost fanboy fainted. I swear. He points at me, mullet man. He finishes up his act. I'm getting fired up. The pumpkin spice beers with the cinnamon sugar rum, hey, are flowing. They are flowing. Gosh, I missed the circus. Oh, and the, fa the fair was fun. The fair was fun. After my fanboy moment with mullet man on the top of the wheel of death, it was time to leave the big top. It was time. Our, our basically our day was over. We did a little more walking around. Our day at the Big E was through. There's only so much America you could take in one day. There's only so many hover rounds that can run over your foot until you say enough is enough. So on our way to the exit, we grabbed some classic fried Oreos. If you haven't had a fried Oreo, you haven't lived. 
We have we avoided a few hot tub salesmen to reach our car, and we left in the exact opposite way of the way we came in. Parking situation we arrived efficient. Elon Musk would have approved. The way out, nightmare fuel. As my friend Kira says, nightmare fuel. Traffic up the wazoo, people honking, nobody knowing how to get out. Nightmare fuel. Chaos and unorganization. I'll be back though. The fair, I will be back. I urge you to go. Go be a part of America for a day. And check out the Instagram tomorrow. At Hassan Around. Merch pre-order will be available. Check out those long sleeves. Fall is here. Throw it on. You'll be comfy, cozy. I promise. And I'll throw in some extra Hassan Around merch if you purchase a t-shirt. They're vibey. Check it out. And let's keep making the world a funnier place.